This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at Double T 97.3.com. Yates Flooring Center chat line is open through the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. We get this uh, communique via smoke signal from Dan in Dallas off the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Hello, Bruce Bochy. Chuck Bochy here. Let me share a few pitching tidbits with you. Probably wouldn't go over so well. I think it would be great. Uh, Pepsi Man is on the road in Sweetwater, Texas this morning. He says he needs the cheating Astros to win one game this week because I have tickets to game five and I want to go so bad. You know, when you start that's... <laughs> start rooting for yourself like that, that's uh, that's bad juju. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I just, it's an awkward position that you're yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about that until after this one gets one. After you get game three, then you have to start worrying about that. So you yeah. can still be rooting for the Rangers. Yeah, root for the Rangers today. And then mm-hmm. then you can go there for the celebration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a, this is, I this is a serious football question for you. Okay. And I don't have very many of these and I, I've been percolating this in my mind, and so I want I want you to tell me how how far off base I am. Okay, so over the last few days, I've heard nothing about, and it seems like this football season, we've heard this. This is what the defense has given us. This is the look that we're getting. This is what the defense is telling us to do. Why can't the offense dictate to the defense what we're going to do? I mean, it seems like that we're, okay, well, the defense is giving us this, so we got to do this. Defense is giving us this, so we got to do this. Why Why can't we say, to heck with all that, and we're going we're gonna to run our offense. You got to figure us out as opposed to us figuring you out. Or is that just not fundamental football? Um. I would tell you, you have to do what you do well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a part of um, football that says you have to take what the defense gives you or in any sport. Um, but at the same time, it, for example, Chuck... Um, if we were playing five on five and I was guarding you, mm-hmm. but every time um, we went back to the defensive end, I just doubled someone else and left you wide open at the three-point line. What do you think that would say? Uh, either th- that I can't shoot. That we don't think that you yeah, can Yeah, you don't respect that. me. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't We don't think you can mm-hmm. make it, so we're going to yeah. double the good player. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if um, Kansas State wants Texas Tech to pass and doesn't want them to run, what does that say? They don't think we can pass. They they don't you know they don't trust your. They're not as worried about your passing game as they are your running game. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so you one hundred percent just like against West Virginia allowed them to dictate what you were doing. 
And um, after West Virginia, uh, Coach McGuire talked about uh, we're going to self-scout here. We're going to figure out what we do best, and we're going to do what we do best. And for two games, you did that. Mm-hmm. And then K-State rolls into town, <clears throat> and we allowed them to dictate how the game went. Over and over and over. Again. Yeah. And, you know, we we heard an awful lot last week about strength versus strength. Our defensive line, their offensive line. Their defensive line, our offensive line. They won both times. Repeatedly, yeah. And my the question, here's the question. Did we, did we give it enough of a chance? But that being said, I say they won both times. I don't really know that. I mean... I mean, how many yards per carry did Taj Brooks average? Almost six. Almost six. Okay, I'm sorry. That's winning. Um, but then they throw out the – here's what they throw out, though, though right after that is okay. they throw out the, well – Stop with, those, stop with th- they. The coaching staff. And the offensive co- coordinator. And even even Coach McGuire. The offensive coordinator said, well, there was a bit of those – if you take out those long runs, sure. it's only 3.1 yards per carry. But you can't. Okay. You can't. You can't, right. And those are a possibility. Yes, right. Right. I'm Remember with what, you. Complete... So why wouldn't you? Why would you want to throw them out? Mm-hmm. Why would you say that and kind of disrespect your running back? Now, his the his, his long was 30 yards. So, okay, I get it. So now if you, you take out the 30 and you, you do the, you do your little, take out your little calculator and you've got... 68 divided by 17. Um, Why would you say that? I don't know. And now you're at four yards a carry. There's only one reason you would say that. You're just trying to you're trying to cover your bases. Co- no, cover your backside. Okay. Not what? your bases. Your, at, your backside. Okay, cover your backside. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. I'll go Make with excuses for why you called so many pass plays and not run plays. Because here's the... Here's the deal, and I don't know if you listened to the to the post game show or not. I I took a little criticism from my my compadres on Saturday night because uh, a lot was some was made of Coy Aiken getting over 102 yards in receiving, and I said, well, a lot of that came in garbage time. So you can't laud loud, you can't loud or applaud Coy Aiken for his 102 yards. Because he had five receptions for 102 yards, and his longest was 43. So if you want to take take one of those catches away, the 43, then you're basically talking about the same thing that you are with Taj Brooks. It just the comment to me made no sense because it's just like when we say, you know, like remember the Kansas State game last year? They had like three long runs. Mm-hmm. They were like 60 plus yards. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, if you take those three sure. out, it wasn't yeah, that, it wasn't bad. that bad, right. but you And we would always say, but you can't. But you can't. But you can't. Why would you say that? I don't understand at all why you was. I do understand. I'll stop saying that. I understand. No, you understand. Yeah, because you, you he's understand. covering, he's making excuses for what he did. Okay? But you would, to me, that's disrespectful to Taj Brooks. Mm-hmm. Okay? To your guy. Mm-hmm downplaying what he did 
And again, those are possibilities that yeah. Taj Brooks can break a long run sure, and make something happen. We he did it multiple times in that game. He's mm-hmm. done it multiple times all season long. Mm-hmm. And to act like those can't happen and they don't count on his rushing average is just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if you take out the... You know what the, the I third, wanted to hear? That I made a mistake? I got to be better. Yeah. I probably didn't call my best game. Yeah. I got to be better. Hey, we're all still learning here, right? No, no you wouldn't You wouldn't on to say that. Okay. Okay. But you know what? That wasn't our best game. We probably let K-State dictate a little bit too much. We probably should have stuck to what we do best a little bit more. Because, like I said, all we heard about was strength versus strength. Well, we didn't really get to see strength versus strength because we acquiesced to them. We said to them, we're going to let you dictate the ball game, and then we're going to see if what what you dictate or, quote, give us allows us to, you know, um, win the ball game. And and that wasn't wasn't the case. No responsibility taken. Yeah, I mean, the, you continued to hear on Monday. Well, you know, that's just a true freshman quarterback. You know, making it. You know, this is oh, That's on. That's a hard for a true freshman quarterback. Yeah, it's exactly right. It is hard. So why put him in that situation? Give the ball to the running back, who's not a true freshman. Who's had tons of success. And what I also didn't understand was it was going to be, you know, if they hadn't scored, you know, it was going to be Taj's turn next. What, are we on this? Are we on a rotation? I didn't understand that. I didn't, I didn't understand that. And my, my point on Aiken was just that some of those, some of those receptions came after the game was already decided. That was my, that was my only point. I wasn't trying to downplay what he did. It was just it, a lot of that came quote in garbage time in my opinion your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 presented by cantex roofing and construction we get this from the yates flooring center chat line through the double t 97.3 mobile app presented by happy state bank you know if you take away the first three hours of the day from this radio station it's pretty solid <laughs> it's probably probably pretty accurate because the next the next three is Dan Patrick, and then, then then the next three after that is the herd with Colin Cowherd, and then we kind of end with a crescendo of uh, of the daylight portion of this radio station with Tech Talk from three until six. And well, we're not in the daylight yet, right? So we 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 start we we start you in the dark and we keep you there until nine. <laughs> <laughs> we stay there ourselves, right? Right. Mm. I don't know. It's just. Uh, just, just a frustrating, frustrating evening on uh, Saturday. Um, yeah, that really? Is, that, that no. Is the truth. Just a, just a frust- frustrating evening. Um, I don't know why K State continues. To, uh, I think I felt my lowest point now two, two times in a row with home losses to K State, yeah. and I don't, and it's not because it's Kansas State. No, I understand. I don't have the K State hate. Yeah. Um, I mean, the two years ago. Uh, the Wells era where I just like become numb to it all mm-hmm. and say, I, you know, basically saying to myself at that point, I refuse <laughs> to allow you to let uh, you become emotionally attached to tech football wins and losses. And from here on out and Kirby Hoka did the right thing after that, realizing that the whole fan base felt that way. Got I wasn't to, the only one. We got to Monday. It's like, okay, yeah, we, we got to do something. Here. Yeah. Um, 
and so and then this one was just frustrating to me because i i felt like we we took a major step backwards in mm-hmm. what we had been doing the previous weeks and um felt like you had learned your lesson against west virginia and we're going to be better for it in the long run and uh, i was clueless yeah i i did not have uh have my binoculars on Taj Brooks. Uh, so I can't speak to this. I've, I've heard a number of people say this and I don't know if it's just somebody tells somebody, somebody tells somebody, somebody tells somebody. And, uh, but we get Taj was not a happy camper in the fourth quarter. His face was in full frustration mode on the sideline. Well, I would kind of hope everybody's was right. Yeah. I have, I have no idea. I did keep looking for him down there on the sidelines and would see him standing there, but I'm seeing his back and, I don't know if I'd have been able to tell if his face was red or upset or anything like that, even if I could have seen his face. But um, sure, I, I got to believe that um, he was a little bit frustrated he wasn't in the game at times. Yeah, I mean, it would would only make would only make sense. Um, can we not play physical like K State or get better? I think we can get better. You can always get better, and and. I think I think you can get better, but man, I just the thing the thing about Saturday night was is that again and again we've had this with a lot of different coaches Kingsbury and Tuberville and Wells and heck even Sonny Cumbie, but Sonny, I mean Sonny got you got you a couple wins to be able to get get you into uh, postseason play, but you have a full house and it's like you're right there and you just lay an egg. And that's and that's to me the most frustrating thing is because you have, I mean the loss obviously is the frustrating thing, most frustrating thing. But you, it feels like okay, we're we're ready to get over the hump here, and we slide back down the hill. Yeah, I, I think I would have a completely different feeling if you lost to Kansas State by, let's say, ten points, and you both lined up and you both played hard nose good, mm-hmm. good football you do what you do and they did what they did and they were just a little bit better at it i think i would feel completely different than i feel today um and i'm not even you know i i obviously your defense had a bad day um stopping the quarterback run there's no question there and um but i have a lot of faith in I mean, I've seen what Coach DeRuder and his staff have been able to do, and I have a ton of faith that they're going to get that figured out. Okay? Um, my faith right now on the offensive side of the ball is just not there. Um, it feels like you figured it out and uh, within the last couple of weeks, and then and then you decided that was boring. We're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, you know, running the football and – and in trying to uh, use Taj Brooks in your run game with Cameron Valdez as well and letting the offensive line work and do their thing. And, I mean, what was all this talk about? Setting the tone and slowing the game down and it calms the game down and it allows the offense to set I – mean, all this talk, Chuck. Right. Right? You, I mean, you're spewing all this stuff that McGuire talked about and it was all so great and warm and fuzzy and then we just ignored it. Right. And what? so why is that? So why why is yeah. that? I, I – I, my feeling, and I, look, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not having a huddle after the game or, you know, Monday morning after the press conference, you know, the meeting after the meeting. My, my, my gut tells me that they're just overthinking it. 
not that, well, the the run's not sexy enough for us. We like to throw the ball or, you know, the plays aren't really that cool because we draw up all this stuff that, you know, we have all these things that we want to do. I, I just, I just think, I just think they're overthinking it. I mean, you know, I thought, I thought Tyler Shuck overthought things and that delayed his ability to make plays because he was overthinking it. And I think sometimes this... He was slow to make decisions. Slow to make decisions. Yeah. And I think the analytics aspect of things of, well, it's supposed to be this way because this is what the percentages say. Well, I understand that. I'm kind of a... I'll, I'll, I would like to say I'd use some of that, but I'd also use some of the, hey, this is what this is what is working for us right now, so let's let's go do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, that's I think I think we're doing too much of the... This is just me being a fan that we're analyzing too much and we've we've caused paralysis as a result of this. And the paralysis is that I'm, it looks like we can run, but they're they're not giving us the run. They're they're giving us the pow the pass and then they're deacon us. Because they want you to pass. Because they want you to pass because they don't think you can pass. And because they don't want to see your run game. Right. Right. And that's what we should be doing is running the football and play to our strengths. We all have strengths individually, and sometimes we ignore those strengths, present company included. We, we ignore those strengths and don't play to them like we should. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Baseball tonight. That'll be appointment radio tv for uh for all of us is the uh, rangers and the astros i have a little event uh to go to tonight so i'll be de- be delayed joining the joining the party and it's one of those events where normally like now that i know how to do this with my new newly acquired technology that i'm basically 10 years behind everybody else with um you're taking your hand clicker no no uh i'm going to the suited for success event that they do for the tech athletes and tonight is uh, as i mean it's right up my alley it's it's networking and uh small talk and uh mingling and then uh and then dinner but no hand clicker no i, I feel like this is a missed opportunity no the missed opportunity is is that it, it, on the on the little sheet of uh no, it says no pro- business cards no it says uh it's, it says you should keep your phone in your pocket and turn it off so it'd be inappropriate for me to kind of set it up on the dinner table and watch the ranger game or or listen to it with my earbuds right Mm -hmm. that would probably be inappropriate is this set event on campus or at a big hotel it's on campus over at the arena i'm willing to bet that Mm -hmm. if you were to go talk to the guys that work in the little booth up there on the (laughs) on the deck it's i think in one of the meeting rooms Again, if you were to go talk to one of those guys, yeah, this is. I'm willing to bet that they could find a way to get the Rangers game on so everybody could watch. This is called suited for success, and that's not that's that's if you you're trying to teach them how to do things, how not to do things, so that they can excel in their business career after they're done. Isn't part sports. of you know succeeding in business is giving people what they want? <laughs> to to a degree, but I don't I don't think that's going to work tonight. I think that's a, I think that'd be against the rules. Tonight. Well, not with that attitude. Yeah, I mean this is, but I think it's a it's a really cool event. I'm really glad the university does it, and I'm not sure what the qualifications are to get into it, but it, I know that it's open to virtually it's open to every student athlete. 
Um, and I'm sure there's some kind of qualifying and things that they have to do to be a part of it. But I think it's really cool that they do this and they, they do mock interviews. They do, you know, um, and then they, they all walk out with a nice business uh, attire uh, for the, both the women and the men. And then um, to just kind of learn some, some after, after university skills. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll, usually I kind of get to hang with some baseball players. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, I've always I've always found those guys to be entertaining, um, and it, it's you know they're 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 plus minus on the talking and not talking like 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 most people, either you are or you aren't. Um, Is the person in charge a former host on this radio station? No. Well, that doesn't help. Why are you trying to figure out how I got involved? No. I know how you got involved. I think it's a great thing. I mean, yeah, yeah, everybody, no, no, no. everybody it's, it's a really cool deal. Every it, student, whether you're an athlete or not, needs to learn how to do interviews, needs yeah. to be able to talk in those kind of settings. Introduce yourself. Introduce and yourself, right, right. All, to all be those. able to sell yourself a little mm-hmm. bit, to just carry on conversation and seem like a a normal person, all the above. I mean, all, all of those things uh, yeah, I think um, it's a great are thing. important. So I, I think it's a great thing too. I mean, I tip my hat to, to those that have come up with this and done it because I, I, I think it's really cool. And so, um, no, I don't I'll, disagree. I'm just trying to get the Rangers game on. I'll abide by the rules tonight. Well, I, I'm not going, so I don't have to, I can, you I can text these people and ask them if they can get the Rangers game on. You don't have to. Maybe we we'll, maybe we should set up a table and say, this is how you don't do it, Jamie, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll put, we did set up a table. You're sitting at it, it's right there. It's got a nice little curve and a screen behind how, you. How you not? How you not do it? All right. Uh, Zach Hitley and uh, Coach Tim DeRuiter met with the media on Monday. Here is uh, here's Coach Zach Hitley. He was, he was asked about this, as was Coach McGuire after the game Monday. And here's Coach Kitley on Taj Brooks not getting the ball enough. You know, Taj has got the six most carries in the country. He's six in the in the country in, in rushing yards. Uh, you know, clearly are there times that you look back and you say, hey, maybe we should have gave him the ball here more. Yes, absolutely. But, um, again, I don't know if it, what you saw, you know, we, we come out the second half and they go blitz like crazy and they're packing the box. And, uh, again, we, we're just not going to uh, just bang our head against the wall. You know, I mean, we, we, did a, we did a solid job running the football all night. But when you take away, if you take away our three big uh, rushes, I can't if it was six yards per carry or 5.8 yards per carry. But if you take those three huge ones away that we had, we really were 3.1 yards per carry. So, um, again, I'm not trying to – we're not trying to abort the run or anything by any means. And, and you know, I think part of it, too, is we, Cam got a few more snaps than normal uh, that took some of Taj's uh, options away. You know, I think – I don't know exactly how many carries Cam had, but now he had a few catches in some uh, passing scenarios, too. But, I mean, definitely, man. I mean, you know, we, we got to get back to Taj at times. And um, But, again, you know, we, we kind of – when we we knew Barron was going to be out that second half and Jake was coming in, I and mean, we talked about it in the in the uh, in the locker room as a staff. You know, they're about to probably blitz us. You know, first snaps that that young Jake has played his whole career, and they're going to try to heat us up and play cover one blitz or maybe even some cover zero, and that's what they did. And so we had to be able to try to uh, hit some passes, and, and you know, at times we we tried to run the ball as well, and, and he hit a few here and there, but. And then, you know, a little bit later, you know, especially in the fourth quarter, it was kind of those those passing scenarios that uh, we – bottom line, we got to do a better job of not getting into that scenario. We've got to throw the ball at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, I, I just – I respectfully disagree because on that, on that drive that you started the third quarter with, Taj Brooks ran the ball five times. He ran for three. He ran for 13. He ran for three. He ran for nine. And he ran for three. And um, and on the on the 
so obviously with the 13, he gets the first down. Um, on uh, first and 10, you run for three. And then you have a pass, and you get a first down. And then Taj runs for nine, and then he get, goes for three. So nine plus three is 12. That's two more than you need for a first down. And you end up scoring. Now, after that, after he scores, after he gets the first down, you know, Tech has the ball at the 26-yard line. And... Uh, and and you've got Cameron that comes in for a rush of two, so I mean you're you're moving the football, and even if you even if you only get three yards of carry, well three six nine that sets up fourth and one, right? Yeah, that's not ideal. But to act like to act like you are only going to get the base low mm-hmm. of three point one mm-hmm. on every play mm-hmm. is silly. Yeah, I just I. It's it's silly, okay? Because you see, you did get a couple of big gainers, a few big gainers in this game, and you have all season long with Taj Brooks against people that knew you were going to run the football, and Taj still, and the offensive line still made a big play running the football. So to act like those long runs shouldn't count in his average or shouldn't be factored in, and it's something that could possibly happen. It's it's just very confusing. Yeah, to I, me. I I just I can't I can't sign off on that, you know. So you you take the lead there, twenty one seventeen, and then the, then the defense doesn't doesn't help you because Kansas State goes on a nine play seventy five yard drive, takes the the lead twenty four twenty one, and then boom right away, uh, you give it right back to them because you have the ball at your own seventeen, so you're backed up because you you made the decision to come out of the end zone, um, and not. Just take the ball to twenty five. So you're so you're backed up. Is seven is the seventeen backed up? I feel like I it's here okay eight here's, yards. But here's okay, so here's what I feel like on that. When when Are you, you have, calling different plays at the seventeen than you are at the twenty five? No. Well, okay, here's Am all, I calling different plays at the five than the twenty five? Maybe yeah. the seven. Here's all I'm saying is when you have a f- brand new quarterback in, freshman quarterback in and they're they're gunning for you. The seventeen does squeeze it a little bit in my mind, but I hear your point. But you throw an interception right well, away. That's progress. <laughs> Again, you're kind of allowed to get better as we go along here. I'm, just, I'm trying, you know. It's a, you know, I know that I need to. Uh, there's there's plenty of room for improvement. That's the that's at least I'm willing to admit that. You know, that yeah. I'm willing to admit that there's room for improvement. I just don't think the eight yards is that big a deal. Okay, I I kind of feel like the seven. I kind of feel like if it's less than the twenty, it's like the missed extra point. You lose a little momentum. Yeah, I disagree. Okay, all right. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Okay, so in honor of the Rangers playing in the ALCS, Mm -hmm. a couple games away from uh, advancing on to bigger and brighter things, I am going to ask you today, if you were going to see one of your teams play in either, you know, championship series or a championship game but the clincher Mm -hmm. which sport would it be okay in all fairness for me i have been to a game seven of a world series okay so i have team seen my team win 
in their home stadium, Game 7 of a World Series. Um, I have not been to a Super Bowl. Uh, I had vowed I wouldn't go to a Super Bowl until the Chiefs at least made one. And I didn't think they'd go to three in my lifetime uh, after the first one uh, that I that I saw them play in when I was you know a little kid. I, I think at this point, in t- I've been to a Final Four. I've not been to, I've been to three final fours i've not been to the national championship game when quote my team was playing um i think at this point in time i want to go to i want to see the chiefs win a super bowl so i'm going to say chiefs super bowl okay really torn here really torn because as much as i want the cowboys to play in the super bowl I like the Super Bowl party more yep. than than going like I have no desire like as a need to go to a cowboy game. I can watch every cowboy game at home. I can listen to Brad Sham. I can eat not seventeen dollar pizza slices and have just a perfectly good time. Uh seeing the White Sox win the World Series in person would be awesome. But I don't know where that ranks in tech either winning a college football playoff game to go to the championship as a clincher or tech baseball going to play in Omaha, like winning to get to the championship game in Omaha as the clincher football would be bigger, but I'm more of a baseball fan than football. And I also kind of feel like I would, if tech football was in that situation that I would more associate it with the, the NFL rank where I'd rather watch it with my friends doing what we would do like a Super Bowl as opposed to being in the stadium crammed in and not getting the normal experience, I guess is the way to put it. So I'm going to go baseball clinching to play in a, to w- play the championship game in Omaha. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit out of both sides of my mouth here. Okay, so... I don't think for me it would be the Super Bowl just because I don't think the Super Bowl is great atmosphere. It doesn't give you the real feel of an NFL game. It's not 50% one team, 50% the other. It's corporate types all over the place. Um, And it's people there for the party and all of that. And that's Mm -hmm. cool. It's still a cool thing to go to. But it's just like if it's your team, it just doesn't feel like it would give you that awesome atmosphere. Um, I, I... I think the the NBA or Major League Baseball would give you a better feel um, if it was in your home stadium uh, of of it being like really cool celebrating with however many twenty thousand of your closest friends, right? Exactly. That's a home game. All right. Um, so that seems really cool to me as well. But I think I would tell you. And and it's not just because they're my favorite, the team I'm most interested in, the tech baseball part of it. But I want to add something to it. I want it to be against one of those SEC teams that really their fan bases are really passionate and awesome because I feel like winning in Omaha, and let's face it, it would be – let's say 40% Red Raiders and 60% whatever 
Arkansas Razorbacks or Ole Miss Rebel fans or whatever. They would probably outnumber us. They would make it an awesome atmosphere. And to quiet them would be so much fun (laughs) to me um, in that setting to beat an SEC team. So I think normally if if I couldn't if I couldn't have it as like one of those awesome huge fan bases, I would just say a, a baseball clincher, okay, a major league baseball clincher. But the feeling of being in a you know a neutral site where it's probably not quite neutral. We'd still have plenty of Red Raiders there, but probably not neutral. Um, that sounds like so much so much fun to me. There's also the the aspect that goes into this. Think of the two Rangers championship runs or championship World Series runs. We remember the first one vividly more, not just because it was first, but because it was a nail-biter all the way through. You know, we remember that you had all it took was one run in that last game, and the Yankees could have beaten the Rangers in Game 7 at that point. Well, that's that's why the strikeout of A Rod was so big. Well, well, that didn't get to seven, wasn't that? That was, that was a. I thought that was a five game series. I thought the second one was a five game series. That it was like, and you had like a seven run lead going into it, in, into the ninth, where it was well decided and there's no excitement. That you gotta, it's gotta be on the line too. It can't just mm-hmm. be a hey, we're gonna go watch a game. Oh look, the Cowboys won fifty two to seventeen. It went six games. Six, yeah. No, excuse me. Yeah, I think it went six games. I'm going to double-check that here. It definitely was in game seven. Right. Yeah, I feel like the Rangers dominated Four, two. that 4-2. It was six Four, games. Two. Yeah. 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 Um, I'll say this. I mean, being at the national championship game in Minneapolis and being around, being in the Red Raider section and being around everyone, and that was... Man, that was that was awesome. I would take that again. Only, only not a lot the, of us would not the not the <laughs> last three, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was that was uh, that was going to be an epic night uh, for without a doubt. And that's the that's the only national championship game that I've seen um, where a team that I was really really interested in was was involved. <clears throat> so. But and and I I hear what you're saying on the Super Bowl. I think if the Chiefs hadn't won the two that they've won here recently, I'd I'd be like you guys. I'd want to watch it at home, which is what I wanted to do the first time that they won with Mahomes. So seven forty. If you have a thought on that, hit us up on the Eighth Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T ninety seven three mobile app presented by Happy State Bank at seven forty. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. I think it's uh, pretty well documented. I'm not the smartest guy. I think I'm, I think, I think I'm a sensible guy. I think my, my uh, common sense is pretty good. It's better than my book sense. Um... But I and I can put two and two together and get it to equal four. Uh, we come to you this morning from the First United Bank Studio, Jamie, Jeff, and I. The Yates Flooring Center chat lines open, Visual Edge IT hotlines open. I'm very intrigued with where you're going okay. with this after that. <laughs> Brett Yormark, pregame show you gave us right there. <laughs> Brett Yormark, who is the 
head daddy rabbit commissioner of the Big 12. Who's uh, done an awesome job. Yes. Said he yesterday at the uh, Big 12 tip-off, the Big 12 tip-off basketball media day said he was not going to comment on speculation regarding Gonzaga coming to the Big 12 as a men's basketball uh, uh, entry and then baseball and tennis and some other things, but not women's basketball. Volleyball. Volleyball. He said he was not going to comment on that. But then he goes on to say that the Big 12 for the 2024-25 season, which is next year, is going to look at a men's basketball schedule model that would see 20 conference games for the men and 18 for the women. So if you're any kind of a gumshoe, you'd go, oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Not going to talk about Gonzaga, but you're going to say we're going to have 20 conference basketball games for the men and 18 for the women. Nine times two is 18. Ten times two is 20. <clears throat> you're going to have, you know, 16 conference members. And you're going to have, you know, uh, five that you'll play home and away this coming year, four that you'll play only at home, and four that you'll play on the on the road. That's 18. If you add another team to that, that would get you to 20, which would be Gonzaga. So everybody is playing Gonzaga twice because. Everybody has been given those extra two games. Right. So if you had. So the Zags are playing the 32? No. No. Conference so, games? So what you, would ha- what you would have is you'd have 18. You'd have 18 men's teams playing. Okay. You'd have 18 men's teams playing. And you'd still. And you would go to a 20. Or 17. You'd have 17. 17 men's teams playing. Okay. You'd still have some kind of odd kind of deal. So that means that that six. If you're saying everybody's getting two extra games because Gonzaga, that means the Zags are playing sixteen other teams home and away. I'm just telling you that they would get. I don't know That's how that, thirty-two. I don't know how that, conference games for the Zags. I don't know how that math works. Okay, I don't know how that math. <laughs> I don't know how that math works. All I know is this: if if the women are playing eighteen with sixteen teams. And the men are playing 20. They're not going to have 16 teams. They're going to have 17 teams. Okay. All right. So I think it's possible that the reason, first off, I think the biggest reason that you're playing more for the men is because it's more profitable and the TV networks would want that. Okay, and I and I can buy that. Okay, I, I can. I, can I buy think that. that's the number one reason. It's not Gonzaga, okay. whether the Zags are a part of the conference or not. And and that would give. And, and if and let's just say if sixteen teams, if it stays at sixteen next year, um, for the men, I'm sign me up for two more conference basketball games as opposed to, you know, playing, Incarnate Word and you know Slippery Rock State. Yep. Sign, sign, that was sign the me. first thing that crossed my mind. Is like, yes, fantastic. To yeah. Take away. Two non-conference. And I would games. say. Yeah. And I would say. Because one of those will be home. One of those will be on the road. That's yeah. one more entertaining yeah. game we get at home. And I would say give me 20 on the women's side too. I'd be like, why aren't you doing yeah. that for the women? Because it's not profitable. 
because like you need because the because the women all need the extra home game, and to be, because you wouldn't have to travel. That's fine. Okay, but it's it's not profitable. Yeah, it's no, about, it's you know it's, I, I, you're right. You're exactly it's, right. It's follow the money. If you if you yeah no you're exactly right. It's it's follow the money. Yeah, but but I, I, but I do think that part of that mm-hmm. is with the Zags involved. Your men's TV product is a better one, mm-hmm. and so you're trying to make that more. You know, you want to you want to give the networks all of that you can give. Sure, right? Yeah. So to to profit off of that. Yeah. So I think Gonzaga is a part of that. Again, I just don't think that you can go. Oh, two extra games, Gonzaga for everyone. That's that's that. You're because right. those numbers don't work. Uh, so and then according to this article in the AJ, this with this particular model teams would play three teams twice both home and away and the other 12 teams once per year with a bye week built in but your mark did not did not go into saying how that would work uh the women have the 18 games the women's uh year starts a week earlier because you're going to play the big 12 women's tournament this year march 7th through the 12th and then the men play the 12th through the 16th okay so, so do they do they start conference play a week earlier? They yeah, do not, do they? I believe so. Do they? Yeah, I believe so because the the women's first conference game is December thirtieth this year at Houston. That's a Saturday, and then the men don't start conference play until the next week after the first of the year. Okay, so um obviously the two games would factor into that too right because you have two less games because you need the lady the 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 women's side of things to be done a week early yes right 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 yeah. right right um so i'm looking here the men's first game is not until the sixth yeah it was yeah. it's the next it's the next week yeah the next and Saturday. because traditionally here in in recent years the first uh, Big Twelve conference game has been around New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Yep. You know, and so I love the fact that the men, the, the 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 your first conference game is after the first of the year because it will potentially give you more opportunities to have students here for those bigger games. Yeah, but I, I just don't know if enough students will be back. No, I know, but I mean, but, but when but you, start, you don't play. I mean, that first one is on the road. That's great. Yeah. On January 6th. And you get Oklahoma State on the 9th. That's that's a home game. So no, You won't have the kids here for that. But no. but by having it, by, by at least scooting it back a week, it gives you the opportunity to have at least one more game with, a, with your student body here, which has been off, absolutely awesome for the Tech men's games. All right. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Pantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you.